Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 95th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off the COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For this episode, we have Caleb York, who's most recently a junior copywriter at Banduho Advertising and Design. Caleb, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for, for hopping on. Maybe just start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing with the last year, where you're quarantining, <laughs> and how you've been keeping busy. Uh, dealing with it, uh, I guess the best and anyone can, um, I find just staying busy, uh, helps things a lot. Um, you can lose yourself in a project and not kind of focus on what's happening outside of it. Even if it's just a fun project you're doing, uh, on your own, um, making jokes helps <laughs> about how terrible things are. Um, when it first happened, I, I, I was dealing with a lot of emotions as everyone else was. So um, I put it to paper and I wrote a Seinfeld script about what all the characters in Seinfeld would be dealing with in the pandemic. And it seemed to, people seemed to like it. And then, I mean, that helped. Um, when you're viewing like tragic times uh, from an outside perspective, it, it helps make it easy to write about. And, and you've got to laugh about it as, as crazy and as serious as it is too. like to stay saying you just got to, you know, shrug it off and, and it is what it is. Where did you share the Seinfeld stuff after you wrote it? Oh, I just, I posted it on my social media accounts. Um, Jerry Seinfeld has replied to one of my tweets before and I tweeted at him, but he did not this time. So <laughs> that's awesome. I, I am sure, I'm sure he's busy, but uh. yeah, that's super cool. Maybe just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you got in for, uh, how you got into advertising, maybe some clients you've worked yeah. on and where you've worked. Yeah, so um, I actually started out not really knowing anything about advertising other than it existed and <laughs> the ads sometimes bothered me. Um, but I, I studied history in undergrad. Um, it was like what I was passionate about. There's a lot of writing. Um, all the stories I thought were really cool, but I, I never knew, even when I declared my major, what I was going to do with it. Um, I kind of knew when I was in trouble because they, uh, they had a history, uh, a history major job, um, information session and every single history major showed up to it. So I realized no one else knew what they were going to do with it. Um, so I actually, it's so unceremonious. I wish I had a better story, but, uh, I Googled what to do with the history degree and copywriting was one of the options that popped up and I, I didn't know what that was, but I looked into it and it, it sounded really awesome. Um, and right up my alley. Um, I wrote for my school's satirical newspaper and it was, you know, a lot of quick, quick, snappy headlines. Um, and that sounded, you know, I, I love doing that. And it sounded like I could make a career doing that. Um, so, and I, I found out, I grew up in Virginia. I went to school, um, in Virginia as well. And I found out that VCU had a really good ad program at the brand center. So I, I applied to that. I got in and, uh, so I, I just started working from there. Um, after my first year, I interned in Indianapolis at a really great agency called, uh, Young and Laramore, uh, worked on a lot of different clients. Uh, there's stuff we did with, uh, Goodwill. Um, there's a beer company called Champagne Velvet. Um, as well as, uh, I don't know if you know what pickleball is. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're familiar. Uh, not everyone is, but yeah, there is a pickleball paddle manufacturer and they were a lot of fun to write for. Um, so after that, I went back to Virginia, finished out my second year at Brand Center right about the time the pandemic hit. <laughs> so, um, 
normally there they have a, a recruiter fair where a bunch of different you know agencies will send people and that of course got canceled yeah. almost immediately um so i was in richmond um just trying to make the best of it um the best thing about vcu is that uh you always have access to a bunch of crazy creative people that are always willing to work on stuff with you so I think we all kind of helped each other out by just working on each other's side projects, you know, helping write lines for other campaigns. Um, but I, I, as you mentioned before, I got a job with Banduho Advertising. Um, it's a very small agency up in New York. Um, among other clients, they had New York City's health department. Um, and as you can imagine, that was pretty busy during, uh, during the pandemic. So uh, I moved up to Queens, New York with my girlfriend, um, where, and that's where I am right now. Um, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, my my stint at Banduho, they they lost a client, so um, I'm still looking right now. Um, but yeah, that's that's been my my story in advertising so far. Yeah, I'm glad you made your way up up to New York, and hopefully, you know, as things are starting to get a little better, maybe this episode, you know, some agencies will come uh, knocking on your your queen's door. <laughs> I also I forgot to mention I, I do have I do remember the first ad I ever worked on and it wasn't in grad school. Um, my friend and I uh, we we noticed that nobody in our um, this was when I was a sophomore in college, but we noticed that a lot of people didn't know how to do their laundry. Um, so we figured we would do their laundry for them and 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 charge uh, you know make a little a side hustle going where we would do people's laundry. We called it Five Star Laundry because that was the level of service we delivered. Um, and those are the first ads I ever made. I, I made them in Microsoft Paint. I printed them out on freshman dorms and uh, it was all right. We had to actually shut down because it was destroying our social lives because we, <laughs> <laughs> we were always having to do laundry instead of other things. That's great. Though. I was going to ask later on to tell me about your underground laundry service, but but there you go. Oh, OK. Yeah, <laughs> that's and yeah. Maybe tell tell us what you're looking for in your next role, whether that's full time freelance and, and what type of agency and work you want to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been freelancing. Um, I do enjoy it a lot. It's really flexible, and you never know what's um, going to come your way. So I, I'm always down for another freelance gig, but I'm definitely looking for a, another full time assignment. Um, I love writing in an agency setting. Um, Right now, I've you know I've worked at a, a small agency, a mid-sized agency, and I've I've liked both atmospheres. But I'd I'd also definitely be down to try one of the bigger um, shops just to see what it's like. Right, and what are some of your your better qualities? Um, <laughs> I like to think I'm funny. Um, <laughs> I, I I do, uh, or I did before the pandemic struck. I, I did stand-up comedy. Um, I mentioned before I. I um, I wrote for the satirical newspaper. Um, it's just, I, I think the, the same way a good headline is constructed is the same method you construct a joke with. It's, you know, trimming the fat as much as possible so that only the best content survives. With a joke, it's the funniest words. With a headline, it's, you know, most important information. And, um, so, yeah, I, 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 I like to think I'm funny. Um, <laughs> whether or not the people around me agree is uh, you know, um, I do think I'm a, a, a risk taker in, in a good way. Um, and especially in terms of, of advertising, I, I, I like to create what I don't want to see or what I, what I want to see, but don't oftentimes. 
Um, and I think a good way to start is just by taking risks on, you know, what's, what's been established, what's, what have people made before that I hated and just going from there. Um, I think that's a good method of, of going about it. Yeah. That's usually a good way to, to fix things or to just get ideas. What, what do you hate and not want to do? And then how do you, yeah, spite, spite is a powerful driving force. It really is. Exactly. And I was going to ask you about your, your stand-up career too. How long have you been doing that? I know the pandemic screwed up in-person comedy clearly, but do you still plan on doing that afterwards? Yeah. Um, I, I, I started in college, I think when I was a sophomore, junior, and I, I, I would do open mics um, throughout. So four or five years, I think, um, before the pandemic happened. Um, I've heard people do Zoom uh, stand-up comedy shows. And I mean, I, I love, you know, Zoom has opened up a lot of doors. You know, I can watch movies with my friends and hang out with them. I don't feel like stand-up is necessarily the best use of Zoom. It just seems really awkward. And, you know, what if it mutes you on your monologue? And, yeah. uh, um, so I, I know people are, are definitely trying to make things happen. Um, but I don't think I'll, I'll probably do it again until uh, until things start opening back up. I like I like an in-person crowd. Yeah, it makes sense in person. You just got, you can feel the room way better in a comedy. That's That's pretty important. Yeah, I do still keep a joke notebook, and I hope some of the the COVID material is still going to be relevant when I when I do it again. I'm sure that that stuff won't go out of style for a little bit. I'm sure. <laughs> do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? Yeah, um, trying to trying to narrow down. I, I have I have two for you. Um, one I uh, I didn't get paid to work on, and one one I did. Um, as I've been freelancing, there's a, there's a place in Massachusetts um, called Cape Cod Toy Library. Um, and the founder established one in New York. It was super successful. Um, the president visited it. It, it helped a ton of kids um, by giving them access to like these toys that they could play with and, and where they otherwise might not uh, be able to afford it. They can take the toys home with them. So she started one in Massachusetts and... Um, there's a there's a freelancing site called Catch a Fire where they they help look for nonprofit work, um, and I saw that they're in need of a copywriter. So I was I was writing stuff for them during this whole time, and it made me feel really good, which advertising doesn't always make you feel. Um, just because it wasn't in pursuit of money, um, I got to write about like all my favorite toys in like fun ways um, to try and help parents understand like how to use them to educate their kids and. I would write a version for kids on, you know, why you should play with this awesome toy. Um, so that was really fulfilling. I like doing that. Um, still working with them. Um, another project when I was uh, interning at uh, Young and Laramore, we worked on my art director partner and I worked on um, there's a beer brand called Champagne Velvet. Um, and they they were looking to do to get into the social sphere. So they kind of let us do a, a you know, pitched whatever we wanted. And we came up with this idea of uh, the million bubble beer. Um, and if there's not a million bubbles in your can of beer, you know, they'd send it back. Um, so that was a lot of fun working on that. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Well. Well, well, what will agencies be getting if they you know, reached out and hired you? They'd, uh, I mean, <laughs> it sounds cliche. Everyone I know um, in this industry works really hard and is passionate about their work. I think you kind of have to be, um, but I, I don't think I'm an exception to that. Um, I am really good at writing, um, you know, all kinds of content. I can write long form. I can write short form. I can go funny. I can, 
um, go dramatic. Um, and I, I actually like doing that. Um, I do tend to get a little bored, you know, writing for the same kind of a person. So freelance helps a lot and shaking things up. Um, and that's why I really like working in an agency because if, if you're ever unhappy with, with one project, you know, the next one is on its way. Totally. I think range, range is really important. You know, one tone of voice, but also range, being able to write for a bunch of brands, but also, you know, like you said, funny, serious, long, short, you know, all really important. And if you're at an agency juggling, you know, multiple clients, you're going to be kind of forced to write in certain ways. So I think that's a really important skill as a writer. Yeah. And I think it just makes you a better writer. Um, just if you're getting something you've never heard of before, figuring out how to write to that. I think it just opens up new doors. Totally. And I know you said Jerry Seinfeld answered one of your tweets. How active are you on, on Twitter? Uh, <laughs> I was, I, I used to, I mean, half of it still is. I used to just use it as a platform to like tweet at like some of my favorite comedians to varying degrees of success. Um, I, I, I believe you can find me at, at Caleb Zucru if you're interested in some one-liners. Uh, if, I, if I have something, I'll, I'll tweet it, you know, but I, I, I like to maintain some quality control. So I'm not Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like to do, or before the pandemic, probably, what do you like to do outside of work? Um, bodybuilding. I'm just kidding, <laughs> as, as you can see. Uh, no, I, I, I do uh, play soccer. I've gone back into running. Um, I read a lot. Um, I've, been, I've been collecting uh, comic books since I was a kid, and I, I still keep up with that. Uh, you know... I have uh, I have two gerbils, um, and they're they're surprisingly a handful to deal with as well. That's awesome. I think the last question for me is if there's a dream client, agency, brand, someone you want to give a little shout out to. There's so many. Uh, <laughs> there's I mean, there's a lot of good places out there nowadays. Um, I really love BBDO, um, Droga. I think they they both do really awesome stuff consistently and match up creatively with what I think I can put out. Um, 72 and sunny. It's also a really fun uh, place that I'd, I'd, I'd love to work at. Great. I mean, that's, that's really it for me. All, all good agencies and, and appreciate you taking the time and, and hopping on for an episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. It was, it was really fun. Of course. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, I, I have it listed on my portfolio. So email, uh, works, uh, you can find me at the number one, uh, C A L E B Y O R K, uh, at gmail.com. So one Caleb York at gmail.com. Awesome. And when I post this on LinkedIn, I'll put all the information. So don't, don't worry about any of that. But I'm also active on LinkedIn. So I'm always, I'll always check the inbox. Awesome. That's and that's a, a wrap for the 95th episode of bouncing back. You know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, and then shoot me a note at m a l o w nine three zero at gmail.com. And you can now check out all of these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back and Advertising. Thanks a lot, Absolutely. Matt. Absolutely. Yeah. Congrats on ninety five. Thank you.